Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. It's so great to have you here again today. Hopefully, you guys listened to our previous podcast from Pastor Chris Busher. It's such a great opportunity to have him again on the podcast. He was living in Brazil for eight years, living around the world, preaching, doing missions and evangelism and those things for the last 10 years, for the last decade. And he had the opportunity to go back to the States to continue his ministry there with his family. And it's such a blessing to continue to be updated from Chris. Hopefully him and I can get together and have a few more podcasts. But today I'm going to let you listen to a message that I was able to preach at the same ministry that Chris is working at. And so I'm an alumni from that program, and this last weekend I had an opportunity to preach about honor to these adult and teen challenge students, and it was such an honor to preach to them, such an honor to come back. And I think I've been removed from this teen challenge program for three or four years. I went into the program five years ago. If you guys know a little bit about my testimony, I had a life of addiction before Christ, and then I met Christ in that program of Adult and Teen Challenge. It's a 180-degree life transformation addiction center focused on Jesus Christ. And I knew of God before this program. I knew about Him, but I didn't personally know Him. And that's where my relationship started with the Lord, was inside of this program, Adult and Teen Challenge, in Colfax, Iowa. And I got to preach at this program last month, I think in April, and I got to speak about a little bit of our missions and what we're doing here in Brazil, and it was really encouraging. I loved it. I got to meet some of those guys that I haven't, I didn't know any of them hardly. I mean, I knew a few only, and it was so cool to get back and speak with some of the guys who are going through the same program that I went through. I've sat in the same seats that those guys did, and I can relate to them so well, and it was an honor. And so over the weekend, I got that opportunity, and God has been really moving on my heart lately about honor, about honoring God and honoring other people. As a missionary here in Brazil, it's really important for myself to see people through the eyes of God, not by the dirt that they're covered in, not by what they look like on the outside, but looking at the heart like the Lord does. He does that. He doesn't judge by the outward appearance, and neither should we. And so it was a really cool message that I believe I got to speak with them. And we had a real-life testimony. I'll share that in the message as well of showing honor to someone here in Brazil. And again, thank you guys so much for being here with us. I'm going to pray and we'll get right into it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day that we have today, that the breath that are in our lungs today, Lord, we give you all the glory. God, thank you for this opportunity to send this message out to our listeners today, the message that I was able to speak to the Teen Challenge guys. Thank you for that opportunity. Lord, and I pray that every single person who has ears today to hear, I pray that you will use one word that I said, just one word, and impact their hearts, God, that they will not leave the same as they came in, Lord. Go before us. We give you all the glory and control. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Fallen scales a seven-day journey into seeing yourself and others through the eyes of God's heart. Jesus said to his disciples, follow me. He did not say, deal with your sin and then follow me. Through Dale R. Witherington's newest release book, Fallen Scales, we have the opportunity to follow Jesus a little closer over the next seven days and allow him to open your eyes to his incredible power of redemption. Find your copy of Fallen Scales by Dale R. Witherington on Amazon today. At once heartbreaking and joyously uplifting, Whole Heart is an unflinching portrait of one woman's fight for self-discovery, opportunity, and hope. There is grace and possibility in even the bleakest of places, a triumphant journey toward inner happiness, an African heart with an American dream. Whole Heart is an honest and inspiring memoir that acknowledges pain and will move you to tears, but eventually, it will get your heart filled with joy, hope, and aspiration. This is an inspiring story that proves darkness can lead to light, and joy is possible on the other side of pain. Find your copy of Whole Heart by Michelle Felix on Amazon and Goodreads today. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to get right into it. So I'm going to use every single second that I have tonight. It's such a blessing and an honor to be here again to speak with you guys. Mark, do you have any guys that are new that were not here last time I spoke? Yes. Awesome. Well, nice to meet you guys um, that, that are new to meeting me. My name is Dallas, and I was inside of You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Years, so it's been a while since I've been removed from the Teen Challenge program, and I'm living as a missionary in Brazil right now, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and that's why I'm meeting you online. So it's a pleasure to be here. So Over the last few months, God has been speaking to myself and my wife, who's here with us. You can't see her, but she's here joining us. He's been speaking to us about honor, honoring God in our worship, honoring God in our praise, honoring him in our obedience, honoring him in our daily tasks. And as missionaries, it's so important because our main focus are people learning how to honor people the way that God honors us. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about all of that today, but From my experience as a Teen Challenge student and a graduate, I know if there's any word that we need to practice and put inside of our vocabulary as Teen Challenge students, it's honor. Honor. It's a very simple word, but we need to remember that word as we we live our life for the Lord. And so just a quick overview and then we'll go deeper. So first of all, we need to understand this very simple concept that in the natural, every single human Every man, no matter the wealth, no matter the popularity, no matter their status, not Elon Musk, the creator of Tesla, not Michael Jordan, not Billy Graham, no one is deserving of honor outside of Jesus Christ. Nobody. Nobody is deserving of honor outside of Jesus. Everyone has been born into sin and we all are deserving of hell, but because of our Savior Jesus Christ and the price that was paid we are now available to receive honor. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that as we go on. There's only one truly deserving of our honor, and that's Father, Father God, Father Son, and Father Holy Spirit. Those are the only ones who truly deserve the honor. And a few starting points is that we need to be honorable toward every single person. Every single person is a treasure of God. He loves us, he adores us, and he enjoys all all of us, created in his image. How we talk to each other, how we value each other matters. That's truly important. 
Gossip is never dis is never not dishonor. And you guys may say, well, Dallas, I'm a man. We don't gossip about people. That's only for women. But come on, let's be real with ourselves. We're a bunch of Teen Challenge guys, right? We're men. We, we, it's easy for us to say, do you know what this guy did on a seven day? Do you know what those guys were doing in Omaha? All these things, right? We know what gossip is and we take part in it sometimes. And it's very easy to get in that trap. And so when we, when we gossip, we bring division. The devil, the Greek name for devil is Diablo, and that literally means to divide. And his goal is to divide believers, to divide the church, to tell us lies mixed with truth, and get us away from where we're supposed to be. Biblically, when we look at this word honor, we can understand that it's both vertical and horizontal. It has to do with our relationship with God, and it has to do with our relationship with other people, horizontally. And let's go to um, Psalm 50. 14 and 15. I have a lot of verses, so you might not be able to catch up. Just, just pay attention if you can't open it up. So Psalm 50, 14 and 15. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the Most High and call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you and you shall honor me. Offer God a sacrifice of praise. And just before this message, hopefully you guys were worshiping God, you were praising him, singing the beautiful songs, lifting your hands in honor to God. It's important to continue to honor God in your worship. If we, we understand this word honor, simply put in the Bible, it just means a great respect for somebody. This word honor in Psalm 50, we can look in the Hebrew and this actually means kavod. It's a Hebrew word kavod, which means a heavy, a weighty glory. And I think that's such a beautiful word because we need to understand that when we honor God vertically, we're putting a heavy honor on him, a heavy glory on him. We place a heavy value on our relationship with him. We put heavy stock in our connection with him. We, it's sacred to us. It's important. And we say no to other things because we want to honor God vertically. Psalm 8, 4, and 5, it says, When I look into the heavens... At the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, which is what is man that you have mindful of him, that the son of man, you care for him. Yet you have made him a little lower than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. This verse is really cool because we're looking at all the things God has done, the, the heavens, the earth, the stars, the cosmos, everything. But he still has time to honor us, his children. He still has time to crown us with glory and honor. And reading this whole chapter, we can understand how magnificent God is. If you read all of Psalms chapter 8, you can see what God is talking about here. In this verse, it says, what is man that, you, that God is mindful of him? And that word in the Hebrew, we were studying it today, my wife and I, this actually means Adam in Hebrew, which is actually Adam in English, right? So all the way back to the beginning of creation in Genesis, God honored man. God honored Adam when he created him. And as it continues, we're continuing to be honored by God. And when we, we can ask this question that David is asking here, who is man, who is humanity that God honors us? I mean, look at all the things he's done. Look at all of his creation. Why would he honor us? And it's amazing. Doesn't it feel good because God honors you? Your mistakes that you made, your failures, the reason why you're here today in this seat in Teen Challenge, God still honors you because you're his creation, you're his son. And as we receive this inheritance that Jesus paid for through the cross, the father who we honor vertically begins to honor us. And another verse that this says in here, back on that same verse in Psalm 8, it says 
that you, he crowns us with glory. He crowns us. And if we understand that with our obedience, with our praise, with our words, with our passion, with our possessions, with our time, caring for others, with our money, if we honor God with all of these things, yes, even your money, even as a Teen Challenge student, you can honor God with your money. Dallas, how? How do I do this? Well, you guys receive a pop money, right? It's like $4 per week, I think it is still. It sounds kind of crazy. I'm not asking you to tithe on your $4 pop money per week. But have you ever considered what an honor that would be to the Lord? What an honor that would be to Him? Giving what you have, very little that you have, surrendering it to Him in honor. We're clothing Him with honor. He's the only one truly worthy of this honor. You guys remember what the 24 elders did in Revelation chapter 4. They were given the crown of glory. They're given the crown and they put it back at Jesus' feet. And so this is kind of what happens when we understand how we receive honor and glory from God. Because we're his children, he clothes us with honor, with glory. And what we do as his sons, we give it back to God. When we're honoring God, this is what it looks like. We take that crown and we place it back at his feet and we say, no, God, only you are worthy of this honor. Only you are worthy of this glory. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it at all. You deserve the glory. You're the only one that's worth it. And so I want to continue with this. And it's very, very important to God. Honor is so important. Look at Numbers chapter 20, verse 12, and it says, But then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land that I give you. Dishonor actually brought, kept Moses and Aaron from their promised land. Dishonor kept them from their promise. It's very important to God. And that kind of sums up my vertical honor. There's so many ways that we can honor God. And I really want to focus today on honoring other people because I think that's something we really need to focus on as believers, as Teen Challenge students, as just everybody. We need to focus on, on honoring other people. And so the very first horizontal honor are our parents. We need to honor our parents. It's very simple. But I understand that many of you may had a difficult life growing up. Maybe you had ungodly parents and maybe you had sin in your life caused by your parents. But God says, don't look at the experience until after you honor them. Even if you had a godly, if you, if you had a godly parent, maybe everything wasn't perfect. So we need to understand that no matter what, we still need to honor our parents. And listening to God in this, not basing it on our experience alone, God will honor us through our obedience. And I want to I want to take the rest of my time here, the last 20 minutes I have here, and really talk about honoring other people, especially other believers. And as a missionary, this is something that we have to understand every time we leave the house. We can't look at people and say, this person's a sinner. This person doesn't deserve grace. This person is too bad. This person's tall, fat, skinny, ugly. We can't do that. It's called prejudice. And if we go out expecting to do evangelism or expecting to reach people for Christ with that prejudice, it's impossible. The door is already shut. You can't reach that person if you're already judging them before you even open your mouth. And so that's something we've had to learn in ministry is understanding people the way that God does, seeing people through the eyes and the heavenly perspective of our Father. And it's really, really important. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, 9 and 10. Love must be sincere. Stop faking it. We can't fake love anymore. We have to be sincere 
when showing love. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. Honor one another above ourselves. Outdo showing one another in honor. You could say, well, I honor them. I honor the staff. I honor my brothers here. I honor my parents. But did you show them? Did you show them honor? Did you do something? Because honor looks like something. When you honor God with your praises, with your, with, with your praises, with your life, with your obedience, it looks like something. There's an active response. And we have to do that for other people too. We need to show them honor. We need to respect people in this. And for you guys that are, that are competitive, don't just compete in ping pong. Don't just compete in basketball or playing cards or whatever your activity is that you like to do on your free time. Compete in showing honor to people who don't deserve it. Compete in that. See where that leads you. In the Old Testament, we talked about this word kavad that I mentioned, right? This Hebrew word, which is a heavy or a weighty glory. And let's imagine that when we're honoring someone in the natural, we're clothing them in the spirit with a heavy weight of honor, right? We can do this for people just as much as we can, we can honor God with our glory, with our honor, with our praise, our life. And we can show other people honor because they're his children as well. Continuing with that, we can go with that verse that I just read in Romans for you. What Paul is writing here, instead of this word kavad, we're using a different word called temei. And temei is a word that means perceiving the right value. Perceiving the right value. And so when that verse says, love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. And that's saying perceive the right value of people. Understand how they're created. Understand who they're called to be. When God tells us to honor others as we honor ourselves or love others as we love ourselves, we must perceive their value correct. And when we do perceive their value correctly, we can correctly crown them with honor. As humans, we're not always the best at perceiving value because the way that the culture perceives value is by, like I said, by wealth, by status, by position, all those things. That's the way that the world does it, but that's not the way that we're called to do it as sons of God because God doesn't view us that way. God looks at the heart, not the outward appearance, and that's so important for us to do as well. We need to get in the habit of seeing people through the eyes of God. When we, when we correctly honor God vertically, then we can honor people horizontally. That's a really important part, is that we have to honor God first. Always honor God first. He's the one deserving of the honor, of the glory. And then we can honor other people through him. And I was having a podcast with a guy a few weeks ago, a pastor, I think, from New Zealand, I think was he was from on our podcast. And he was talking about, I think, 30 or 40 years ago, he was driving a truck. He was a trucker. And he began to see people and judge them and categorize them as, like I said, tall, ugly, short, right? Weird hair. This guy has tattoos all over his face. Crazy stuff. He used to judge people and categorize people. And then he said that the Holy Spirit began to convict him of this because that's not what we're supposed to do. And every time he began to have this feeling for somebody, he began to pray, God, let me see them the way you do. Let me see them the way you do. And he said he did this 20, 30 times a day for years. And now, 40 years later, he says, I've never seen people 
in a more fresh way. I've never seen people the way that God does more than now because he's been practicing this for 40 years. And imagine if you woke up every single day and you look at the, the guy beside you, you look at your bunkmates and you see them not for their sin. You don't look at them with their, the dirt that they're covered in, but you see them the way that God does. Imagine what could happen. Imagine that as you pray for people, you're not praying for them by what you think they need in the natural, but by what God says in the spirit. That's so important to, to lean in on what God is saying for those people and to treat them that, that way as well. What commonly happens is we tend to overvalue people. When people come into a room, we can see somebody and say, how much value does this person deserve? Mm, a lot or not so much. That's what we naturally do as humans, but it's not correct. We don't always say it out loud though, right? Because that would be embarrassing. We don't always talk about it, of this that is happening, but it's happening in our hearts. We measure this. And like I said, sometimes we, we overvalue somebody. We overvalue him. And we look at the position that they have to bless me. And so as a Teen Challenge student, maybe we could say, Mark here, or Ryan, or Chris, or Michael Hunsberger, or Michael Foreman, you could start to treat these guys with honor because of their position. And you could say, well, I'm just honoring this person. I'm just honoring this man of God. Or you could say in a different situation, I'm just honoring this really rich person and this really famous person, when actually it's not honor at all. It's actually manipulation because you're just trying to get something out of that person. You're just trying to get to Omaha sooner. You're just trying to get a little extra coffee or trying to, when they take you out, try to get a little something extra. That's not honor. We need to, to remember that. We can also undervalue somebody. We can, when, when somebody comes into a room, we cannot give them the honor that they deserve. And my point here is that we're just not very good at valuing other people. The world is a really big place and we tend to look at, instead of stories, we look at statistics. And instead of people, we see crowds. And it's really hard to judge someone. It's really hard to talk to somebody. It's really hard to know who they truly are if you never have a conversation with them. And so we need to have conversations with people. Romans 12, showing honor to others, like I was reading from Paul. We must see every single person as an image bearer of God. Like I said, every person is created in the image of God and they are an image bearer of him. And so when you walk down the street, when you walk on the property of Teen Challenge, when you go on your seven day or visit somebody on the weekend to visit your family, do you see God in people? Are you allowing yourself to see God in people? Not everybody looks like Jesus, but they are created to look like him. And so are you allowing yourself to see people, see Jesus in other people? The way we see other people is very important. We cannot see other people as opportunities. We can't see other people as opportunities. As men, we can't see women as pieces of meat, or we can't see them as a prize to be won. We can't do that. We need to honor women. In ministry, it's a temptation to see people only as testimonies. We can't do that either. People are not just testimonies. People are souls that need a savior. They need to know Jesus Christ. And I want to take the last few minutes that I have here and tell you about a real-life testimony of showing honor. This week, my wife and I went on a date, and we've been married for one and a half years. Praise God, I married a Brazilian. She's so amazing. She's so beautiful. She went to seminary school, to theology school. She knows so much of the Bible, and we get to study the Bible together. It's an incredible thing what God has given me. He's blessed me with that. And this week, we were going on a date, and we weren't really prepared to do any ministry. We were just, it was a Friday night, right? We were just going to go out and have a good time. And as we were sitting down to eat in the mall, nothing fancy, just some pizza, Pizza Hut, 
and they had Pizza Hut in Brazil, yes. And we went to eat some pizza, and this 14-year-old boy walks up to our table and puts a piece of paper. It's a little piece of paper that says, God bless you. I'm here asking for some money. Do you have any coins that you can give me? I need some help. And he, he put it on probably 15 tables, waited a couple minutes. He wanted some food. He, he wanted food. That's what it said. He wanted some food. And so we, were, we saw this boy doing this. And a few minutes later, he went and picked up all the pieces of paper. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And he went to another 15 tables. And there was hundreds and hundreds of tables in this food court. And this boy continued to do it. And I started to watch him. And I started to watch the reaction of the people that were there. And as a missionary, we're prepared for these moments. We weren't going out with the intention of evangelism or the intention of ministry, but we're always available. And so we're looking at this boy. And my heart began to break. For this boy, every single time he put a piece of paper down, the, the disrespect and the dishonor that this boy was receiving was disgusting. It was so disgusting. No one even looked at him. No one gave him eye contact. No one even lifted their head from their food, from their burger to even give him a second of their time. And I know that this is Brazil and there's so many people in need. In America too, all over the world, there's people who are in need. But as missionaries, we have our hearts open and we're available for moments like this. And so I go over to the boy and I said, son, sit down here. I want to talk to you. I want to tell you about this God that I serve. And we got to sit him down. This 14-year-old boy, his pants were all cut up. His shirt was dirty. He had a, a little backpack, I think, but he didn't have much. And I said, what are you looking for? What do you need? And he explained a little bit. Marcelli translated for me what the, what the paper said. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't have any money. It's very dangerous in Brazil to carry cash, so we only carry our cards. And so I said, sorry, I don't have any money, but, but what do you need? What else do you need? And honestly, I didn't know he needed food, though, because we, we, we offered him some food in the moment, right? We offered him some food there. He didn't want to eat then, but he wanted some crackers and some other snacks for later. And so we were able to do that, too. For He has sisters also. He had two younger sisters. And so we got to sit this boy down and I got to look him in the eyes and say, boy, you are valuable. You are valuable. You have a purpose. You were created in the image of God. And I got to share a little bit of my testimony that God saved me five years ago from a drug addiction. And I started to ask him about his life a little bit. What do you need? And he said, my father's in prison. I need a new shirt to go visit my father. I live with my grandma. I'm just getting a, a, some money here today to buy a, a new shirt to go and see my dad. And my wife and I, we separated for a second. She went to go buy him some snacks at the supermarket. And I took the boy to get some clothing. And I got to tell that boy he was valuable because of the cross. Nothing this boy has ever done deserves honor. Nothing. But because of the price that Jesus paid, he deserves my honor. And I got to tell him, I got to look him in the eye. I got to see his smile. This boy grew up in the favela. If you guys remember what I said last, the last time, what a favela looks like. A very dangerous place, a very poor place. Sometimes they don't even have running water or a toilet. This boy grew up there. And we got to show him honor. We got to clothe him, literally clothe him with honor. And clothe him with clothes to go see his father. And you know, a 14-year-old boy, he gets in that store at the mall and he's like, oh yeah, this is so cool. I need a hat. I need some socks. I need this shirt with this cool logo on it. And we got to have a teachable moment. We were like, listen, listen, Samuel, you don't get to have everything that you want. 
I don't get to have everything that I want, but we're going to help you because of Jesus. And we got to have this really powerful moment with him. And my wife got to speak with him a, a little bit about that she doesn't, that we don't have everything that we want. And even though we were able to bless him with some, he was very surprised, but he was there. He understood, like, like my wife said, and it was such an awesome moment to show somebody honor. Not only are we learning about this, God is teaching us about honor, but we got to put it in action. And it's so cool because we got to share the gospel with him. We got to clothe him. And I told him, go and tell this testimony to your sisters. Go tell your grandma what God has done for you. And it's so important. If we would have went with, with all the other worldly people, how they judged this boy. He doesn't deserve any honor. He doesn't deserve any respect because of what he's wearing. It's so sad. There's another verse I want to look at. Let me open it up for you. James chapter 2. 1 through 7, it says, My brothers, as believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, don't show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothing, and a poor man in shabby clothes also comes in, and you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, Here's a good seat for you. But say to the poor man, You stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him? But as you insult to the poor, is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are not they the ones who drag you into court? Are not they the ones who slander the noble name of who you belong? This verse, it's really easy to misinterpret. And I think that we're really good at honoring people in the church because it says, if someone comes into your church, if someone comes into your assembly, I don't know what your translation says. Someone comes into your meeting. That's what this one, this one says. We honor people in church. We're good at this. But another thing to, we need to see is that it's we are the church. The church is not a where, it's a who. And so everywhere we go, we need to not have a prejudice. We need to not, the word that it says there, partiality. We can't show any partiality to anyone. And so I wanted to, to say those things with you tonight is that honor is so important that we honor God with everything. We honor God with our life, with our obedience, with our patience, waiting to go to Omaha, honoring him with your worship, going into the worship, going into the chapel when it's not recommended, when it's not, not recommended, when it's not necessary, when it's not required of you. Go in there, spend time with God. And I want to end with this point is that if you show honor to someone, those guys who are new in the program, brothers, you're responsible to honor this guy, not for his sin, not for the, the way he looks. He probably looks worn down. He probably looks like he's just been in a lot of, in a lot of darkness and a lot of horrible things. And that's the reality. We came from that background, but because of Christ, we can be free. And so when we show honor to somebody, it changes the trajectory of their week. It changes their day, their month. And this boy, I don't know how long it's going to affect his life, but just by his, his emotion, his joy was so much different from when he was handing out all those pieces of paper until after we got to tell him about Jesus and share testimonies with him. And, and it's so incredible that we got to take part in that because it's not us. Everyone can show honor to people. And so thank you guys so much for this opportunity to be here tonight and to share with you. I want to share one more thing. If you guys remember, I think I was telling you about the Makumbedas. Do you guys remember this? The witchcraft, the fortune tellers here? Well, my wife and I got to go to an opportunity to a, 
a youth event last night and we preached a little bit and another pastor was speaking to and he shared some of his testimony that he grew up as a Makumba. Macumba. He grew up, his mother was sacrificing him to demons. Do you understand how crazy that is? This is... He said the first people to touch his body were demons, not the spirit of God, but it was demons. How crazy is this testimony that this is the community we live in. The people are actually sacrificing their children to demons, to devil worship. It's insane. And so I got to record some of his testimony with him. And we're going to put that on, on Facebook that you guys can watch later if you have an opportunity. But God is working here in the city. We're really excited to continue to work with God and be in this community and share the gospel to people. We're about to record a video tomorrow um, with our Light of the Jungle, if you guys have seen some of our videos. This one is called, um, we're recalling it, Everywhere We Go. Everywhere We Go. So we can't have a division of church and our secular life. There's no secular life if you're a believer. It's always Jesus. It's always Christianity. And so we have to choose Choose God every single time. And so, guys, thank you for your time. I'm going to pray to, to end it out, and you can go to Smash, okay? Sound good? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to pray real quick, okay? Okay, thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to be here tonight. Thank you for these men. Lord, I pray that you bless them. Every single person that's there tonight sitting in those chairs of Teen Challenge, God, I pray that they will begin to honor you with their words, honor you with their worship, honor you with their sacrifices, God. That they will choose no to other things, but choose yes to you, God. That they'll make time for you in their life. Lord, thank you for these men that are here inside of Teen Challenge. God, I pray that you continue to use the staff to reach them, to speak to them, to open up their hearts for you, Father. We praise you. We give you all the honor, all the glory. It's all deserving for you, God. All the honor that we receive, we put it back onto you, Father. That's what we do as sons and daughters. We put the glory back on your head, God. As you honor us, we honor you. Thank you, God, for this time. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Enjoy Smash. Hey. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, too. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.